You want a life where you can fully embrace yourself. You want to live life on purpose and on your terms. You want to tap deeper into your soul as you grow into your purpose work and you no longer want to hide in the shadows. Hey, I'm Danielle Amy and I am obsessed with helping humans human. I am on a mission to normalize that we are here to feel, heal, experience, connect, and grow. I have transformed many darker sides of this journey into the most incredible life I could imagine. My ducks aren't always in a row. In fact, I think I lost one. But yet, I have created a beautiful family, comfortable lifestyle, and a freedom-based business along the way. All while learning to love and accept myself as a soul that's on a human experience. Through my intuitive teachings, real talks, and guest interviews, I can help you as we help the world to love ourselves just a little bit more. Today's topic is going to be all about boundaries, 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 boundaries. And the main thing about boundaries, or specifically within boundaries, is going to be saying no. And that a lot of times that is something that needs to be said and that often isn't because you fall into the mindset of having guilt, feeling sorry for, and just really not knowing how to give yourself limitations for your own benefit of growth and to actually be able to get further ahead with things opposed to just taking more and more and more and more and more on. So one of the top main things that I see when it comes to boundaries is boundaries with other people, especially if it is family, friends, and then for those of you that may be business owners. The establishment of boundaries, one, it gives you authority within yourself, two, it shows that you respect yourself, but also what you desire as well as deserve to be treated, given, and heard by other people around you. So I'll give you a few different examples of like, for example, business owners, where boundaries need to be at play and sometimes no needs to be stated without feeling bad. And it usually comes from a state of like inadequacy in yourself or overcompensation, which is why no isn't always being said. Now, you have obviously the discretion to create or not create things and to do and to not do things. But if you're in the state of overwhelm, if you're in the state of drowning, if you feel like you're not really getting ahead or you're unhappy consistently in situations, this is something definitely to think about. So in your business, specifically, if you have just clients that constantly, oh, can you do this for me? Can you do this? Oh, what about this? Oh, can you ask? Sometimes you have to say, well, that's not a part of this package or that's not something that I just outwardly teach and there's a lot to it. It's just... It's just something I actually don't teach people. I can't really actually help you there. I mean, sometimes it's what you have to say. And and other times is, you know, if you have boundaries as far as the amount of time that they can message you or if they can message you at all, because some people, in my opinion, aren't justified in that department to just be able to be at your, you, to be at their beck and call. And you have to state that down or simply choose to not respond. And, and if you have a structure that's set and they're messaging you and it's just something general that they literally could have used Google for, yet they're not using their own, you know, resources around them and they're just trying to use you as a scapegoat or an easy way out on something, that's why you have to kind of start like really looking around. So let's move beyond business and let's move into family and family dynamics and family situations. So the one thing we can't really do is control people. We can, again, control our own thoughts and our own behaviors, our own habits. That's the only thing in life we have 100% accountability or should have 100% accountability with. And the one thing in life that we can fully wholeheartedly control 
if we choose to keyword. Now, <clears throat> I know some situations can be tricky and I'm not counting young children in this. They are a hybrid group that are in their own little world and we'll cover that later dates because <laughs> I don't think there's any perfecting that nature. But if it's a spouse, if it's a friend, if it's a mother-in-law or what have you, you, or even your own parent, you can create boundaries within yourself. Now it may be awkward at first and has a high probability of having some awkwardness only because you're not really sure how somebody's going to respond. And then because it's different, they may respond to you going like, what are you doing? What's wrong with you? Or something like that. <clears throat> I need you to just kind of like keep pushing past that limit because it does get better. So I'll give you some examples of things that I've established in my life that work to my benefit in the form of family or those that are attached to me genetically that I still see. <laughs> so with my mom, most of my life, we have spent the time arguing and not in a pleasant state, not in a very high vibration whatsoever. And so the more that I became into myself, like more that I've awakened, the more that I've just kind of gotten rid of like all the bullshit. I didn't want to deal with the shit anymore. I just did it. But a part of me also said, I know that she's not going to change. And so this is where I had to do some give and take. Can I accept that she's always going to stay the way that she is and may never, ever have an ounce of growth? Can I, can I at least accept that? And I told myself, yes. Does it mean that it doesn't frustrate me sometimes? Of course it does. But I also was beginning to have children around this time that I created this rule for myself. <clears throat> and even though she and I may not have the most copacetic relationship, and I've just kind of made peace with the fact that we just, there's certain things we're just in two different dynamics for. Like we speak two different languages and are completely two different people. And I have accepted myself for what I am rather than feeling bad that I'm not meeting these folders and what she had held, you know, me into of what I should be and how I should act. And that I make life difficult when I just, I'm not pulled by societal norms anymore and stigmas of how I should be and you know, when I should be them. She still completely falls victim to society, like 90% of the time, as far as she's always worried about somebody saying something or thinking something, you know, it's just fear-based mentality and fear-based judgments. And so with that is she also had a tendency to prod. And for her, she sees it as communication because she doesn't really see, and she doesn't have established boundaries in life. I realized that as I got older, I wasn't aware of this until like a few years ago. I did not realize that the reason why I had no boundaries in place was I grew up in an environment that didn't have boundaries in place. So I really just didn't know any different, you know, and the closest people to me were the ones that were like just so all over the place. And I was a product of my environment. So long story short with that, things that I started to do when my mom wasn't respecting my space um, in the form of what I needed, or if she called me or, or if I was even at her house and she starts saying stuff, if I literally was like, I don't want to talk about this anymore. Like, no thanks, like this isn't working, you're not gonna understand, or uh, that's not something I wanna talk about, like, or feel comfortable talking about. If she continued to ask questions, I then would state, look, if you ask the, if you say one more thing, seriously, if you continue to talk about this topic one more time, I'm hanging up on you. I'm giving you right now to let you know that that's going to be the cause and effect of the event that's going on right now. And then same thing, if I was at her house and she just kept going, 
I'm going, I'm literally going to walk out the door. If you say this one more time, I'm not listening to this. I'm not dealing with this and I'm not subjecting myself to this. And of course she gets butt hurt often because she never recognizes her own doing like ever. And then when you try to say that nobody's blaming her, we're just talking about a topic. She then again goes into this whole thing. That's how she's always going to be. So a lot of the thing is, I mean, maybe kind of considered sad, but for my own benefit to still have her there and present in my life to where I feel like I'm giving a little something to her instead of completely walking away, because I really in my heart don't desire that. I just limit what I communicate with her on and have completely accepted and understood that there are certain topics of my life, which going deeper into then saying I help my clients um, serve them on a deep level and she knows I do like spiritual stuff. I don't go any deeper than that because there's no point. There is no point in talking about my experiences. There's no point in talking about my dreams and my projections and just different foresights and hindsights that I get. I, there's no point. So I just don't do it. And that four, I don't have disappointment. I don't get disappointed. I don't get disappointed by the stupid questions that I might get asked or the fact that she's not listening to me at all because she's very good at that. Um, so that's just one example. So then let's use another person in my life is my mother-in-law. So I realized just recently in the last couple of days, actually, I had not come to terms with a portion of the crazy events that occurred when I had my son last February, which was of February, 2017. And one of the things was my mother-in-law is a person that doesn't really carry empathy and has no filter and seems to like never take in consideration other people's feelings as if they just don't exist and don't matter. It's, it's amazing to me at times. And so long story short, first childbirth, childbirth, it was kind of emotionally, I'm not going to use the word traumatic because it's a little dramatic, but let's just go with that for now. It wasn't at all what I expected. I was so exhausted. Like even before I went into childbirth, I was exhausted. Just things went not how they were supposed to be. I was not supposed to deliver a baby at hospital for one. And anyway, long story short, I'm in a vulnerable emotional state and a physical state at this point. And she just completely just disregards how I feel because she felt okay. She didn't care. I did care. Uh, it did matter to me. And this was my space. This was my time with my son and my husband, you know, and it's just little things without getting into detail was at play. And so I made sure I realized, like, I kind of had the awareness again, we can't control people's behaviors, but we can control the situations and the setups that we set up to allow them to come into our lives. Because the reality is I don't have to allow her to come to the hospital. I didn't have to do that whatsoever. She could have gotten a phone. My husband could have called her after we got home to say, Hey, by the way, we had a baby, you know, is literally what could have happened. But because I'm not that type of person, usually I felt that, and because of the situation, the circumstances at the time, that, you know, it was okay for them to be there. Plus, I hadn't had the experience before. Well, I do now. I'm pregnant again. And now it is September of 2018. So I'm preparing for a birth of January of 2019. And that's when I started to realize I'm already starting off this time at the hospital. However, I'm still trying to do the natural uh, route again, but I'm already at the place that I am intending to birth that. So that isn't going to be a shock to the system. And I would like to hold the same values that I had originally last year when I was going to birth at a birthing center. 
And this time around, I have a son. So I have to have my parents to know what's going on automatically because I need them to watch my son so that my husband can be with me and our baby to be. So the point of this without going on a complete tangent to this is we may not know how somebody's going to act. We may not know how somebody's going to feel. And sometimes we don't always know how we are going to feel in certain situations because some days we're a lot more open-minded, um, a lot more chill, and other days we're a lot more uptight and a lot more sensitive. We don't really always know which way the wind's going to blow with our emotional characteristics and our just state of well-being. But what we can do is if we have particular patterns that are in place or what is the expectations that you're holding to yourself as a result? And the same thing with the clients. Like it's your, you are to blame, not the client. If they're constantly messaging you and you haven't said anything, it's you, if you've said something yet, they're still not respecting it. Well, that's when you put your foot down in the form of, if it's emails, if it's Facebook messengers or whatever kind of forms of contact you've opened up to them that actually do carry rules and structure to them of limitation as to when you're going to communicate back to them. Well, that's your bad if you are breaking that and it's frustrating you because you have the ability to see something come in and choose to overlook it at this point in time. And you should have no guilt towards that. You should have no guilt if you already have a plate so full of so many things to do. And the one thing that you seem to not have time for is yourself. Don't tell another person yes. Well, yeah, but I've done this every year. Oh, well, pass the baton onto somebody else, at least this time around, you know, ask for help. Because I think that's another thing as far as boundaries and saying no to people. A lot of times, again, it comes with some kind of, Ooh, what somebody might feel. You might hurt their feelings. What about your own feelings? Because they matter too. They matter more than anything. You literally, even though it can be challenging, this probably needs to be another video. You literally are living this life for you specifically and how you feel. You are living this life for yourself and you get to choose choices. And it doesn't mean that you don't have other people involved in some of the choices that you're choosing in this life is maybe for your children or your spouse or other family members. But if your life is uh, suffering and you are sacrificing things for yourself over and over and over again, there are times and places for it in which we observe other people's feelings temporary situations. But if this is something that you have been dealing with your whole life or for years with particular people that may have not been there your whole life, it's a time to realize that this is your problem and your situation that you need to put in, put your foot down on. It doesn't always mean when you put your foot down that you're causing a confrontation with another person. The same thing with uh, my mother-in-law over the years, I have tried to become close to her and to form a relationship because she has no daughters. She had three sons. So I've tried, you know, to get close with her. It's been impossible, you know, literally, literally impossible. And she's also quite overbearing <laughs> with certain things. And it's just like, okay, I don't even want that. And she doesn't even ask if I want it, you know? And so I know that now. And I, I realize that there are certain things of how I feel about life that she'll never understand. And so I have one person, um, as far as in my personal physical life that I can talk to about something. And I know some of you may feel like you have no one in your personal life. And that's the beauty of online, at least that I really, truly appreciate. I know there's a lot of negatives that come with technology and how people are very disconnected in the personal sense. But at the same time, technology in so many ways help me find myself. Technology is how I'm even here with you right now, you know, and just 
just those of us that get out and reach out to people and we're in these groups and these communities and you know you start to have these like I don't know call them digital friends or something um, digital acquaintances and groups and clubs and all this stuff and you realize like you're not so alone and you realize like you can talk about the shit that you can't talk about with anybody else well that's where you share it like that's where you go because your people are there they just may not be in your house and that's just a part of yourself just accept like if you can't change them and they're not willing to change because that's usually the issue at hand is they're not even willing to compromise because often they don't see themselves as even having an issue. They don't even see that there is an issue. What are you getting worked up about? You know? So it's, it's a give and take with yourself. What do you need? What do you feel? What do you put in place for yourself? And now it's time to honor that. And it's time to also sometimes simply say, no, no, thank you. And leave it at that. Change the subject. Squirrel. Oh, look, there's a squirrel. Isn't today pretty? You know, <laughs> call that passive aggressive, whatever it is. It can totally work to your favor. And I suggest you utilize it. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of the Daring to Be Human podcast. Until next time, keep on feeling those feelings and expanding further on your soul journey. If you want more, head over to daringtobehuman.com for show notes, links to any resources mentioned in today's episode. And if you are looking to take your human journey to the next level, be sure to check out my private members community. The links are waiting for you at daringtobehuman.com.